Welcome back, D1 Rejects. I'm your host, Cubby Manzo. I've got a little bit of color from West Palm Beach. I'm your host, Tyshawn King. I got a lot of color from my mother. <laughs> and with no color in the other chair, the captain himself, Cade Manzo. That we lo- we're like a. Nah, I'm not gonna. Yeah, let's right stop right 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 it's good to be back. We took a little bit of a hiatus, I guess you could say there. Had spring break. Um, had a couple other things come up. So good to be back in the studio today. Episode 89. Recording this March 13th is a Monday night. And really excited about our guest tonight. You guys will hear from him in a little bit. Jim Okorafor. He is an offensive lineman from Benedictine College. Excuse me. Um, NAIA school. And like we said uh, in his introduction, you'll hear in a couple minutes, the only NAIA player in the country to be selected in this inaugural USFL college draft. So really exciting time for him still working towards NFL opportunities and those type of things. But to have that type of, it's a little, gotta be a confidence builder for him. So we'll talk to him about that a little bit. Um, And you and I said it like, just a cool dude, like a really good, good dude. Good-ass dude, yeah. Yeah. So it's easy to root for, for sure. Exactly. Um, dra- drafted by the Michigan Panthers, the USFL team. Even so. better. We can root for him there. Exactly. Too. If we're down there, we're going to catch a little game at Ford Field, maybe that'd be, uh, that'd a be pretty A little sideline pass from Jim. <laughs> we got D1 rejects. Ooh. Hey, Jim might be able to hook us up, though, if, he he, could, if he's playing. Remind me to sick. tell y'all what Tavion told me today at Edge, at the end of the podcast. We're going to talk about you it. He's going to interject. But remind me to tell it was, I'm like, damn, that's crazy. Remind me to tell y'all though. Okay, man. I'm going to forget. Anyways, on a podcast I told y'all today, already. Yeah. On, on a podcast today, the biggest news NFL-wise, the Panthers trading up for the number one pick. And they backed up the Brinks truck for the Chicago Bears. Thank God. It Thank was, God. I mean, that. I was very genuinely surprised by that movie. I remember a, lot a certain host with a look color told me we'd never get a package like that. <laughs> and look what. The Lord has dropped upon us. I just don't understand it. I as really don't fan, understand it. As a child, we were pretty good. You know, Matt Forte, Devin Hester, Jay Cutler, Brandon Marshall, Alshon, Jeffrey, Johnny. I could go on and on. At the end, the last couple of years, we've been ass. Real, real ass. To the point where, like, the Lions have started seceding. And we've still <laughs> been bad. Like, that's how crazy it's been. I'll say hats off to the, to the uh, GM, though. That's yeah, forgetting moves, that. I mean, bro. for convincing someone that they need to give all that up in order to get the number one well, pick and, and is, there's a there's a report crazy. on Twitter, and we know Twitter's just like, we were talking about it today in our group chat, like, it's just literally a shot in the air, right? Like, yeah, people really anything. don't, we have no idea. No. We, like, we have no clue what's going on. It's all just said, who said, she said, he said, you know what I mean? So, yeah. like, he, he said that uh, the Panthers weren't budging. They I wanted mean, to add another they, first yeah. instead of DJ Moore. Yeah, and he said... He wanted DJ Moore, and the Panthers didn't, and he wouldn't budge. And they said, finally, like, like pretty much fuck it, and they just gave it to him. That's a big part of the trade, too. We'll break that down a little bit more here in a bit. But uh, DJ Moore headlined that. A couple first-round picks, second round here, they're on there. And you're like, unreal. But moving on, the rest of free agency has been madness so far. Uh, Jalen Ramsey to Miami has been one of the bigger moves. Talk about Jimmy Garoppolo going over to the Raiders instead of Derek Carr, who is now with the Saints. And there's just been, like, the quarterback market has been flipped up. A little bit. Lamar is staying put only on a franchise tag, though. So a little bit of drama over there in Baltimore. And finally, on the XFL's, XFL side of things, excuse me, the Battlehawks from St. Louis, they break the XFL attendance record. We're going to pull up some pictures from their game later on. It was crazy. Dude, 38,310 people. That was, wow. It was crazy. Like, that, I don't I think you understand how many bodies that is to get to a game. If they had just played in the old, like, uh, Rams dome, yeah, it filled it up. For real. Yeah, yeah there was the I'm, I'm sorry, it's called the Dome at the New America or something. I forget the name of the stadium. But all that and more coming up in this episode. Uh, we'll get to that uh talk with Chim in just a second. But first, as always, you can watch this episode on YouTube. If you are watching on YouTube, that little red bar at the bottom of the screen, don't forget about the timestamps. Fast forward to any part of the episode that sounds somewhat relatively interesting, and then you can go from there. Otherwise, listen to the whole thing. We appreciate it. You can listen pretty much anywhere, Apple Podcasts. Listen or watch the video version on Spotify. And uh, follow us on the socials, Twitter, D1 underscore Rejects, where we've hit over, what, 800 followers now? Just I believe so, yeah. Cemented our spot above 800. Um, and then Instagram, at Division One Rejects. Also TikTok, Division One Rejects. Got to get back on the TikTok game. But yeah. before we do any TikToking uh, or any other type of talk, we're going to go to Chim from Benedictine College. But joining us tonight, the only NAIA player in the country to be selected in the inaugural, first ever, USFL College Draft. Talked about him a couple weeks ago out of Benedictine College, Chim Okorafor. What's going on, brother? Happy to get I'm you doing, up here. 
I'm doing good. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. Excited. To Apparently, talk about this. was pretty close to getting you to come up to the UP in the first place, huh? Yeah, um, March 2021. I had a visit up there because I had offers out of um when I left Missouri Southern. I had an offer to go there, and I went on a visit. It was cool, but it was a little too cold for me. I'm gonna say you said you came up. You came up in March, right? Yeah. If I could turn, I probably shoot. I could put one of these cameras towards the window, and you wouldn't be able to see much because it's blocked by snow right now. What March 13th? Jeez. We got That's we got what crazy. three four feet right now. It snowed all day, dude. It's decent That's right now. Crazy. It's snow ain't even bad. It's just cold as it's hell. Crazy, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I just said it, man. That's kind of what I wanted to to get you on here and talk about it. You got picked up by the Michigan Panthers, 64th overall in the draft. What was going through your head in that moment? The moments leading up to it. There's probably. I mean, we talked about really at length about how guys in your position. The end goal is obviously the NFL, but to have something like this and still to be recognized at that level, it, it's still got to be special, man. Talk to me about it. Yeah, so it's honestly a blessing. I give all the thanks to my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, because, like, I, I don't know. It was just out of the ordinary. It was crazy. <laughs> so, um, basically, I don't know. Like, my, I've, I've been trying to, like, contact, like, the whole time since January, I've been trying to contact, like, um, agents to help me out to start talking to yep. NFL teams for me and stuff and it was just not working out I couldn't find an agent and then so I just started working out for a pro day like getting ready for my pro day and then one day my coach my O-line coach from Benedictine calls me and tells me that um um this one of his friends one of his old friends a USFL scout for the USFL so I was like all right bet like that's cool so he, he told me to send my film over to the, the did scout. you know much about the league before this conversation or probably nothing I did. I didn't know anything about it. Like I knew the USFL, but I knew nothing about it. So I, gotcha. I was, I was like, okay, that's cool. Like if that's like a backup plan, if I don't get to the NFL, like I want to, like I could use that as a stepping stool. So I was like, all right, let me see if he's going to be interested. I sent him my film and I had no response, like no response from him on like through email. I was like, dang, <laughs> I was like, dang, here we go. Like, all right, whatever. So I kind of forgot about that. That's funny. And then, um, like a week before the draft, my coach calls my O line coach from Benedictine calls me, Coach Pops, and he was talking to me. He was like, "Oh, um, I just talked to the USFL scout, and they said they liked you." Um, he was like, "They're they're going to put you on their draft board," but this is not. He was like, "Don't get, don't take it. Like, don't be yep, like yep. all excited." Like he's just saying. So I was like, all right, bet. And he was like, um, he was just telling me what they were talking about and how they want to use me, like help me develop and stuff like that. Cause I've only been playing football for two years. So that's right. That's, yeah. So it was, he was like, is, they're going to take a chance on They're going to, they might take a chance on you. So I was like, all right, bet that sounds cool. Um, so then I, I really, I didn't know nothing about, I didn't even know they had a draft. So I was, confused. I was like, <laughs> I was like, they have a draft board. Like what? So, um, yeah, that was, that was pretty cool. But so then the, the day of the draft, like I like I did a little bit of research because my trainer was like, find out when the draft is, like what, what's happening, like yeah, like all that. So I was like, all right, um, I'm gonna find out. Um, found it out. I was started watching the draft, and then I see they're picking all these D1 dudes, like yep. big D1 dudes. I'm like, bro, there's no way I'm gonna get drafted, <laughs> bro. Like, so I was like, I'm gonna stop listening. Like around the fourth fourth round, I was like, yeah, I'm done. Like, and I was working out too. I had a workout session with my trainer. Okay. So I was, I was in the workout uh, session, like looking through the picks and all that. And then I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm just going to stop. So I just focused on my workout. You put the phone then, down? Yeah. I just put my phone down no and way. I was like, all right, whatever. And I texted my coach, one of my old coaches, my old trainers. And I was like, yeah, they're only picking D1 dudes. I, like, I was like, I'm losing all hope. By, like, at this point, I don't really. I was like, just go back to the the work, the works. Like, get back in the lab. Mm. And then they were telling me, nah, don't give up, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, whatever. And then next thing you know, <laughs> like, literally five minutes after that, I guess I get a call from a random number. And I'm like, wow, that's, like, I was like, and it was a Michigan number, too. I'm like, oh, shoot. Like, all right. And I, like, picked it up. And then the coach was like, oh, is this Chim? And I was like, yeah, this is Chim. He was like, this is Coach blah, blah, blah of the um, Panthers, Michigan Panthers and the USFL, and we're going to draft you right now. And I was like, whoa. Like, I was in shock. I was <laughs> I was like, that's Still mid-workout or what? Yes, I was still working out. <laughs> like, literally, the workout ended after that call, though, because I was, like, so – I was freaking out. I was like, what the heck? <laughs> I'm saying, bro. Yeah, hey, hey congrats, bro. That. Now get on the line. Like, right, we ain't done. <laughs> we ain't done yet. Literally. So I was, I was like, I was excited. I called my mom and I told her and she was like, oh, really? That's cool. Like, 
And then that's like, I was just like happy. Cause like, you know, I've been working hard trying to get to this point. Like I basically, I had, I got in contact with an agent, but we hadn't really signed and yep. I was doing stuff by myself basically. But she, the agent I got, she started trying to, she helped me a little, she started helping me. And, but this USFL contact was through my coach. So like, gotcha. I'm really like, I was thankful and just blessed for having that opportunity. Honestly, I'm going to say shout out coach too. Got the connections, yeah. right, man? Yeah, facts. Something you didn't yeah, even facts. know about, and now, you know, you got an opportunity to play at the next level. And that's kind of what I want to talk about because I think a lot of people, when they looked at the college draft, and they're like, again, somewhat more casual football fans, they're like, haven't heard of most of these guys, right? Why aren't you drafting the Bryce Youngs, the Will Andersons, whatever? And you're like, mm -hmm. there's such a weird dynamic with this because you're picking the best of the guys you don't think are going to be picked up by the NFL, right? Mm -hmm. So there's a exactly. weird dynamic in that and then also like the rights to the players a guy like you your aspirations are to play in the nfl right so now in your shoes i'd have to imagine you're still pursuing some nfl opportunities but it's got to feel nice to have that i guess security blanket for lack of a better yeah, term exactly yeah um i was that's what i was looking at because also one of the guys i work out with that's working out for his pro day his name is michael ezike out of ucla he also ended up getting drafted that same like same day that's sweet, so man. like i told him about it but he's he knows like he yeah, he has a good chance in the NFL. So when I told him about it, he was like, oh, that's pretty cool. Like, but you could tell, like, he wasn't as excited type. He thing. downplayed he was, it a little bit. Yeah. yeah, he was saying it was cool and all that. But um, but um, I see it as like, yeah, as a like a security, basically. It's like a secure spot. Well, I know I'm still gonna have to work for that spot. Like, dude, I'm gonna have to go through camp and all 100%. that. But I, like it's secured, like my like I have some chance, some opportunity to take advantage of. Yeah. So, um, but I'm still right now working out for a pro day. Hopefully I can do my pro day at Pittsburgh state, my, one of my Good. old schools yeah. in Kansas on the 30th. So that's what I'm planning for right now. Cause the coaches also, the USFL coaches also wanted me to do a pro day too. So I was like, all right, I can do that. So, yeah. Good. I mean, Hey, you said it, you know, I haven't been playing football the longest time, but they got you listed at what? Six, six, three twenty. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's a, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, Hey, it's, it's starting to make it, sense. It's starting to make sense. Yeah. And like, yeah, being a basketball player, like I was yeah. always like, I grew up always being the bigger kid and everybody was telling me to play football. So I was like, eh. You caved. I, and my mom, my mom didn't want me to play football. So I was just like, I was like, eh, about it. I didn't really care. I was like, nah, I'm just going to keep staying, like stay the basketball. But I wasn't like big. Like I wasn't big. I was just like bigger bone type thing. I was always bigger. <laughs> he said big bones. <laughs> Come on. No, nah, like for real though. <laughs> all right, all right. That's how you know his ass is big. <laughs> nah, yeah, nah. I just I was tall and just big, so I was like, all right. And I started playing college basketball, and then I met my trainer that I'm training with right now, and he trains a bunch of football athletes, and he was gotcha. kind of the one that was like trying to motivate me to start playing football. He was like, you might have a better chance with football than basketball, and like regarding my size and everything. So mm -hmm. I was like, all right, that sounds good. I'm going to say, man, you see it on paper, and then you got to imagine a guy with a basketball background, he can he can move that weight around, right? So that's really sweet. But we talked about it a little bit, Kate. I think you and I did when we were on the episode last time, but they're playing in Ford Field this year. they got mm -hmm. four host cities for the USFL. I know you that's guys, good. as in the Panthers, and then the Stars will also be out of, I think, Philadelphia Stars, will also be out of Ford Field for home games now that the league has expanded. That's got to be pretty sweet, dude. Talk about, like, a really cool venue to be a part of. Uh, you ever been to Ford Field? I imagine probably not. No, I've never been, but I looked it up and it looks pretty dope. Hell yeah, it dude. is dope, bro. I'll tell you right yeah. now, it is dope. I'm gonna say I've been down a few times to cover just like you know some high school state championships and stuff. Like walking down that tunnel where the lions come out and stuff. It's I think it's underrated. One of the more probably underrated. Uh, it gets really NFL I mean, stadiums. Granted, it's NFL, but like it gets loud in there, bro. It's it's a it's a it's a cool place. Yeah, and what's really sweet is like you look at what the XFL is doing right now. They just had over thirty eight thousand people at a game. And I saw that. that's St. Louis, a yeah. town that's been deprived of football for a few years now. And you're not going to have those type of results, but it's got to be sweet to look at a league that's in a very similar situation to what you might find yourself in here very shortly and be like, hey, there could be a decent following around this for a, a football town in Detroit that all Especially, of a sudden yeah. is like back into football. Well, yeah, you're, I, I guarantee there'll be people there. People love people. Do, people down there love football. They're looking I, for an excuse exactly. to buy tickets yeah, to something, exactly. right? So I, I just wanted to ask you about that. Like, you know, I, I did take a little peek at the some of the facilities over at Benedictine, and um, it's 
you guys roughing it out a little bit, man. But that's that's what it's all about. Those lower levels of football, man. That's that's what it's about. So it's gonna be it'd be pretty sweet for you guys. Now, do you know where you'll end up practicing or anything like that, or you have not had any of those conversations uh, yet? We haven't really had any conversations like that yet. Um, they said they're gonna keep me updated with everything, but gotcha. right now the main the main focus they wanted me to do was working on the pro day. Of course. Um, yeah. But yeah, they're gonna keep me updated with everything like that. But with Benedictine, like honestly, when I got there, I was like. Because I didn't take a visit. Like, the whole okay. me going NAI thing was so, like, like it was so – it wasn't planned. It was uncalled for. Like, I, I really was just – and so when I ended up going to the NAI school, like, like when I ended up, like – I didn't really post it anywhere because I was like, eh. Like, I was just talking to coaches. I didn't post it on Twitter. I didn't do nothing. So I didn't know nothing about NAI schools. And then – um so – when I ended up going over there, I was expecting it to be way worse, but they had, their facilities were actually pretty cool. Like it's, I mean, it's not crazy compared to like Pittsburgh state, my old school, but like, yeah, it was, that's a pretty high bar though over there. That's, I mean, that's, yeah. Yeah. They do it it right over there. Yeah. Pittsburgh state is great. Like they take care of the athletes for sure. And they try to make it seem like a division one school over there. Oh, I mean, look at the game day I, atmosphere. I think that's like one of the areas that you could probably speak on better than I could just from oh, seeing yeah. things. But like they shine in that area. And that's something that they take a lot of pride in, like that walk up to the stadium. Like, yeah, it looks pretty yeah, similar to like a uh, South Carolina. If you guys have ever seen that, they do what? that walk to the stadium. Pitt State? Pitt State has something like really similar to that. It's it's pretty sweet, man. I like, that's seen one of the stadiums that I got to I feel like would be really cool to go see in person. And that's. Kind of what I wanted to talk to you about. You already hinted at it. You didn't start at Benedictine. You talk about, you know, the road to, to kind of where you're at now. And I I, I, see, I saw Pitt State, and that was kind of one of the highlights because I'm trying to be in tune with the D2 scene a lot, and that's a powerhouse D2 team. Now, mm-hmm. kind of where I wanted to go with that was how does that compare to the competition you saw this last year at the NAIA level? Like, what type of gap was there? Was it as noticeable as you thought it was going to be? Talk about that. Um, Honestly, the the – the whole like the competition gap was really big i'd say it was pretty big okay Um, playing at pittsburgh state like i felt like i had to work my butt off every game like every that's like because like we were also in competition with ourselves too like if you mess up like you're gonna get like moved back and for sure yeah yeah so i was just always like trying so hard like to be the best like no not to make any mistakes in the games because we're playing good good defenders it was really like it was a lot of good d linemen um so but then when i got to the nai school like that level i could say that there were some games where like i felt like the d line wasn't even rushing me i'm like bro like i'm setting and i'm just waiting here and like they're like like jogging or something i'm like bro like it was it was there was something like but i was not that's not every team though there was just a couple yeah i hear you but like the, there were some teams that we played that definitely had like D two ta- like the talent I played against like at Pitt State I definitely had some struggles with some of the guys like like they were fast quick off the edge and you know it was they gave me something to play for like I I wanted to like we had we wanted to go all the way obviously so like I was always putting my best effort in yeah but then th- those games where the D linemen are rushing you it's kind of hard you're like dude like it's not fun like I'm over here playing it felt like. I've never played high school, but everybody was like, dude, this feels like a high school game. Like, I'm like, yeah, I don't know what yeah. that feels like, but I mean, yeah, like. It, <laughs> I, don't, it, I don't know what yeah. that's like, but I mean, sure, I, I guess. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. But, I mean. He's out there tossing, dude. I was going to say, dude, at 6'6", <laughs> six, six, I mean, 6'6", six, six, 320. Yeah. We know some guys that play NAI, and, like, they're ballers, but, like, there's a reason, obviously, that they're playing at that level, and they're not at a – the same thing as us, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They're in a very similar boat as, as we're in, um, you know, I'm five nine. I run a four seven four eight. Like I'm not no, you know. I mean, nothing that jumps out on paper. You know what I mean? And there's reasons for guys like that. But there are great players at that level too. And I'm sure you saw some of them. You guys made it to the quarterfinals of the NAIA playoffs. Lost to look like Indiana Wesleyan, correct? Mm-hmm. So yeah, now they've had a really good squad the last couple of years. That league, which is kind of local to us, that conference has had some some really good teams come out of it. What was that? Uh, that trip to the playoffs like and when you got into the playoffs like that i had to imagine the competition went just up and up yeah um yeah i could say we we fought really hard to get to that spot to get into the playoffs and it was we had that settled from like the beginning from summer workouts we were saying we're gonna make it all the way go yeah go this that that was our goal um so it was cool like we worked our butts off to get all the way out there 
So it was cool to see that. But then the first, so like we get to the first game, the first playoff game, and like the competition, it kind of, it was all right. It wasn't too, it wasn't nothing too crazy. Okay. But then, so I was like, okay, if this is how it's going to be. I'm like, all right, we can low-key get yeah, it. We're going to be all right. We're going to be all right. Yeah, yeah. I was like, all right. It was, it was nothing too crazy. But then we get to Indiana Wesleyan next. And then, like, they were pretty, like, that's one of the teams I say, like, they had some good D linemen. Like, um, I'd say they had a couple of good D linemen that could probably play at Pitt State. Like, honestly, like, I yeah. I really thought it was a pretty good game. Like, they were rushing off the edge. The linebackers were good. Their safeties, everybody was good on that team, I say. So, yeah. um, I think I think it was just – it was unfortunate how we lost, but we could have played – we could we made a few mistakes. We could have played better. Um, but yeah. it was – I think it was pretty dope. Like being in that area, like it was also cold too. Like it, it was that freezing. was at Indiana Wesleyan. Yeah, it was in the middle was... of literally. I took a visit down there, middle of nowhere. Like, like I mean, middle of nowhere, Indiana. Like, yeah, I don't even. I was asleep on the way. Like, <laughs> yeah, I was asleep. I don't know where we were, but I just remember getting out the bus, and I was so cold when we got like in the morning of the game. Like it was so cold, and it was an earlier game. I think we played it like I forgot. Did we play it like? 11 or something we played at 11 really it was really cold yeah playoffs crazy that's it's just interesting to me man I've, I've visited quite a few nai i mean i was looking at going to play NAIA and ended up coming up here but um to d2 but like i think nai and i don't know if you guys can agree with me on this but like the variety of there are some top like upper echelon teams in naia there's also the exact opposite and i think there's so much range in that like different league as opposed to like not to say there aren't good and bad D2 and good and really bad D3 teams but I feel like there's so much more variety in the NAI scene for whatever reason I'm not really sure what it is no um, yeah that's facts because like you the feel NAI that? school Olivet yeah that's from Kinky like they typically have like pretty good teams but then like you'll see like from just following college football you'll be like Man, what the hell <laughs> like when you just see some of the scores like yeah. some scores that happen and like D three and AI down like crazy. Like, that's only coming because like that team just is absolutely terrible. Yeah, ain't got no business being on the field. <laughs> and I mean, it don't. I don't knock nobody for where they play. Yeah, but you can see it though sometimes. And like like Chim was saying, like it's a skill gap. And to me, I feel like the biggest skill gaps be on the O line and the D line. But it's some skill gaps where like that corner cannot guard that receiver on his best day. Yeah, no matter what he right. does. Like, he just – he stands no chance. I feel you. And I feel like that's when it be like – like, it'd be some teams that just take on anybody, just stragglers. You want to play ball? Come on. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We got an extra helmet and shoulder pads. Well, I'll take it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I feel like – Nah, but no, there are like – you know, there are some teams like – especially in that in that conference with Indiana Wesleyan that I that I visited that uh, you look at like a Marion or an Oceana Heights had a couple of really good years and some of those teams like – I feel like it's worse with D3 though. What? Like – The gap? Oh, yeah. the gap, you think? Yeah. That could be true. Because then D you look at D3, is a lot of it is like they're trying to fill beds at some point, right? You know what I'm saying? trying to get kids to these smaller I think schools. It's, so. I think it's worse at D3 than NAI because at least at the NAI, they get money. It so. could be. Yeah, yeah that's competing. what I was saying. The D3, they don't get scholarships. Yeah, D3 don't true. get scholarships. So at that point, they're just out there doing whatever. Yeah. It's worse at D3. And it's the good teams at NAI can play Division Two. Yeah, agreed. The good team, like the Wisconsin leagues, they could play D2. Well, yeah. But that's because. But that's not everybody, yeah. That's because they don't have nobody, nothing other than Division One of Wisconsin. Yeah. Outside of that, it'd get ugly. It's interesting, man. But, Jim, appreciate you, man. I told you it wouldn't take too long, man. But um, <laughs> appreciate you a ton, bro. This has been fun. I'm excited to see. Uh, when is that pro day coming up for you? You got a date? It's on March 30th. March 30th? Okay. That's so you got what? Day. Three, two, three weeks? Yeah, I got about two and a half weeks. Yeah. Like that, yeah. Bet, dude. At, go, uh, at Pitt State? Yeah, it's at Pitt State. It's gonna be at Pitt State. Okay, man. We're still, we're still like, like it's not like it's set. Like, but I still need a cut because you need if you're doing a, a pro day at a different school, you need like scouts to sign off on you. So I'm still working on getting the scouts to sign off. But it's you. like already set. Like the league offices already confirmed that I can do it there and stuff. Yep. So I just, just getting the scouts to sign off. Yeah, you're going to get it done. That's dope, bro. You're going to get it done, Jim. Hey, I appreciate you, man. I'm excited to see where you end up. If it is for the Panthers, shoot, man, it'd be sweet to go catch a game down in you'll, the you'll fourth have some field. Fans I'm going to say a couple USFL yeah, uh, Panthers fans, dude. That'd be badass. But um, so like dope. I said, man, cannot thank you enough. Thanks for coming on the show, dude. No, I appreciate you guys for letting me come on here and tell my story, though. 
I appreciate it. And I have fun. This, this is awesome. This is awesome, I think. I think it's awesome. This is my first ever podcast, too, so I don't know. Hell yeah, dude. Oh, yeah. It ain't going to be your last, all right? <laughs> yes, sir. I'm telling you, man. You get a couple of scouts sign off on you. You got, We ain't going to be the only ones reaching out. I promise you that. That'd be crazy. That'd be oh. crazy, bro. Nah, we'll hit you back up, though, man. We'll be following along. Like I said, you got some fans, brother. All right? You have a good night, man. Thank you. Thank you. You, too. I appreciate y'all. We'll see all right, bro. Stay smooth, bro. Wishing you the best of luck. Right. Thank you. So, great talk with Chim. And, uh... Looking forward to see him hopefully succeed, whether it be USFL, whether it be NFL, even if he gets on a practice squad or something. I think he'll find his way somewhere. He's only played football for two years. It kind of reminds six, me of, sorry to interrupt, but the Lions had a guy like this come in. You're talking about easy. Yep. On the hard knocks. Yep. And, he, I mean, he's got he's size. He's very raw. Like He's got raw talent. He hasn't been playing football very long. Granted, he did play at a much higher level, but... You know, this shit happens, you know. It's not I think, it's yeah. not so out of the ordinary. You I would know say, I, mean? I think like, it's just a show like that does happen pretty often. Yeah, like especially yeah. at that position I mean, where you six, can't six, three, twenty you can't teach that. That's what I'm saying. You, know you I mean? can't coach you it. can't coach six six three twenty. Yeah. So at that position when you have those type of you know, tangibles, I think teams are a little bit more willing to take a chance on you, especially when he has a background in basketball, um, a sport that we talked to Jake Witt about it. Shoot, and Jake Witt is actually his measurables aren't much far off of that. You know what I mean? It has him by like twenty pounds. But um, you know, someone like that, who we've seen the way Jake Witt can move and Jake Witt has even less football experience than that, but still that's something that he's hoping and banking on that a team will take a chance on because of that raw athleticism and the way he's able to, to move that weight. Now, um, onto the NFL scene, the biggest news, and we talked about it in the intro a good bit, the bears, they traded the number one pick in the 2023 draft this year's draft to the Panthers in exchange for four draft picks and DJ Moore from the Panthers, an absurd package Please. and, the Bears will receive Carolina's first-round selection at number nine overall this year in this year's draft. A late second-round pick, which is number 61. And then you go to next year's draft, they get their first-round pick and a second-round pick. And I just cannot wrap my head around, like, this is all for what, Stroud? I guess we really can't say that, like, I said fleece, but, like, I thought I think about it, like, imagine they draft, I'm just going to throw, like, a random name, like, Harry Winslow. You know what I mean? Like, that's... Because because we don't know who they're going to draft. I mean, I would assume and he becomes a, and he becomes a Hall of Fame quarterback, and they win four Super Bowls. You know what I mean? Like yeah. then it's like, oh shit, they didn't get fleeced. You know what I mean? So we really can't say. I but say right as now, of they got right fleeced. now, yes, yeah. right, correct. Who are you going to throw the ball to? I like Terrence Marshall Jr. Yeah, He's you just no got, number yeah. one. You their just roster, got rid of DJ their roster is just so bad. And. It wasn't like that a couple years ago. I was going to say, no. you were just saying, I remember like, it seems like it was just yesterday like, when you were talking paper, about they paper. they had a yeah. pretty good roster. And now, and then they had Matt Corral, you don't even give him a shot. That's very true. Yeah, I didn't think about that. He so, must have been bad. They let Sam Darnold walk. <laughs> well, yeah, he just signed a one-year deal Cut with the 49ers. Baker. Cut Baker. Yeah. It's so like, they're really, I mean. And Baker's potentially going to Tampa? Yeah, we don't I saw know. that. Yeah, they, they say Tampa interested in bringing him I in. I really, even though Kyle, they're like, kind of feels like everything out of their camp Kyle has been Trask, like Kyle Trask is the, the guy. They believe in him, but now all these Baker rumors are circling. I don't know. Carol, I, don't, I don't know. For them to say that they don't they don't even know who they're going to pick, and then they, they lie with a trade back again. again they trade back, they're going to get. True, again, we don't, true. like, yeah. Yeah, there's so Bro, much shit that goes They're going to get a pick swap and a third. They're going to get nothing. They wouldn't get the Bears package. No, they wouldn't get Absolutely the first not. next year because Absolutely people not. know that people know they're like they're not they don't know who they're taking. I'm saying you know what I mean the Bears have all the leverage, and Grant, goddamn it, I didn't think we was gonna get nothing like that. I was hoping and praying. <laughs> I really think, think they're gonna take Stroud though because Frank Wright has a history of they taller. Got I don't know. You, I, at this point on Twitter, you see everything. They say Stroud. They said they fell in love with Richardson. They were like Levis. Yeah. They fuck around then. Everybody just count on Bryce Young. They fuck around take his little ass. Uh, <laughs> according to a team source, the team officials have conviction on more than two of the top quarterbacks. So more than two would suggest three. They Wait. say they say Reich like uh Stroud, the owner like Bryce Young. Okay. Then there's no telling who they say they also fell in love with Anthony Richardson at the combine. So there you go. That'd so, be the that'd be the three. But so it's a three they way. haven't become folk. <laughs> It's hard, man. It's hard out here. <laughs> Is it? Yeah. <laughs> Y'all some freaks. That's man. a flag. I remember we used to be PG-13. Friendly, friendly. Family, friendly. Family, family, friendly. family did you say? Yeah, you ruined that yeah. shit. Or friendly, friendly. <laughs> we started with all the F-bombs. Now we done turned. Anyways. Rated R. Uh, they haven't been focused on one of the quarterbacks. They're still early in the evaluation process. I guess they probably moved on a little bit since this was published. But um, 
it's just it's very interesting. I I don't really understand why they've made this move, um, but you know I what? They it. had a they right. had a top right. they had a top pick quarterback back in uh, 2011 that turned out to be pretty good. Cameron, if Newton. you if if you I get why you would do it if you know who you want. Yeah, like, and they very well could. They yeah. very well like, could. Yeah, they may be like, you feel me? We know who we want. They could be and playing everybody's. You know, they could be telling everybody's. Could be smoking right mirrors. To yeah. me, I think they have to have wanted Stroud because Anthony Richardson would have been there at nine. Oh, dude, there's no question. But like, then, you could argue he'll be there later than. But nine. then you get that number one pick, and it's like, oh shit, you know, like we could take anybody. Like who knows? That is what the number one pick does. Like I'm no, I'm saying yeah. like they they <laughs> could they could be like they could be like. Oh, we're getting Stroud, we're getting Stroud, we're getting Stroud. And then, and then you, you really there, got the like, number damn. one pick. You're like, oh, we could get do we? Bryce Young. Yeah, you know what we I mean? Like, fuck with Anthony Richardson. Yeah. But to me, you can't pick Anthony Richardson because you cannot put him out there day one. No. Like, Anthony Richardson is going to – to me, personally, I think he's going to go to the Lions, to be honest. Because there's been a few mock drafts. You can let, you can let him that. sit behind Jared Goff for a year. You feel me? He's just so hit or miss, I feel like. It's boomer bust. Agreed. But fucking athlete, you can't teach. No, you, you can't. can't teach nah, nobody how can't. to fucking he run. But, but this, this is what combine. I've been saying, dude. Turn on three th- turn on three tapes. Bryce Young, CJ Stroud, Anthony Richardson. Who's the Bryce best Young is the best quarterback. Okay, so then there you go. But then you look at the size. There's drawbacks to each of them, right? But he played in the SEC, though. So at that point, exactly. I don't care about no size. He exactly. played in the SEC. And he's... he's Two what two time national Torch champion? Georgia, say, a Heisman played, like played. No, he never won a national the, championship. Yeah, well, he did. did. He won the starter though. He played though, didn't he? No, he didn't start. I thought he came in and I thought he came in and won it. Or that was Tua or some shit, wasn't it? What do you think about Tua? He won a national championship, but he but won. He won. The I like what you had said about the Georgia defense. Like you played one of the best defenses. They were saying one of the best defenses in college ever. football. And he torched ever. them yeah. twice. You know That's what I'm saying. So like those are we. we I mean, we we're seeing how He's many legit, NFL caliber dude, like, defenders are on that. I don't run that team. So if I'm like, a GM, I'm taking Bryce when Young. Stroud, Stroud, <laughs> fucking went crazy too. Oh yeah, fucking Georgia, and I that that. That game right there, that's what really propelled him because they Agreed. was talking about he Agreed. was going to fall to mid-round. He didn't have that good But of he was year. doing well, shit that he hadn't the, done all year, it was because I think it was because of the Michigan game. Correct? He was running rabid, yeah. dude. Yeah. He was he, running all over the place. Yeah, he was going crazy. The Michigan game kind of tanked. Ohio State's season and his draft stock and kind of everything that was involved with Ohio State just took a plunge. And then he go that. to Georgia, and I ain't going to lie, they should have won that game. They should have. Yeah. They deserve to. And sh- God damn it. Holy hell. But. <laughs> The Bears, the Bears, I mean, now is now or never for Justin Fields. That's true. To be honest. Because the thing that like people are saying, like, no people, by, as in you and Jimmy, you know, this is Justin Fields' division. And now it's like, okay, he's got DJ Moore. He's got Chase Claypool. He's got, you know, so-and-so. And he's throwing the ball Darnell to people. Mooney. Darnell Mooney. There you go. And he's got, they have these picks now that they can continue to build potentially on the O and D line. And mm-hmm. they signed these two linebackers. You want to talk about the linebackers now? They get Tremaine yeah. Edmonds and uh, TJ Edwards. Edwards. And... Now they had to they had to pay they had to bring out the checkbook for these guys. They got the money. They, they, had, money. Say, they have the cap and they're still on your roster at the end of the day. I ain't gonna lie. I don't know. I saw a report that Laramie Tunsil on the trade block and that he going to reset the tackle market. I would trade for Laramie Tunsil. You got the picks. Give him a first round pick next year. You think so? They re- dude. They really, really, would, really, really need O linemen. Like I guess it would depend on he says trying to reset the market. I mean, how much is he asking for? I mean, you're you got, you're paying him. You got the money. Probably some absurd amount. You have the money, and there's nobody like immediately that you have to pay outside of Justin Fields. Yeah, and even then, Justin Fields can't ask for no crazy amount of money unless he goes absolutely apeshit next year. Yeah, it's like an MVP <laughs> candidate. You know, what, you know what I'm saying? There's no way he can. If he has a Jalen Hurts type leap, you feel me? Then yeah. all right, then he yeah. and then you he, have to pay him what he asked for. Then you're like even yeah. if he has a year like this, like no. If he has a fuck yeah, if he have another year like this, but they fucking winning 17 touchdowns, 11 picks, but they winning. He can't ask for much. No, because yeah, then it's like the roster just got better, and that's yeah. and by much started. I mean like you're gonna pay him like 170 million, <laughs> yeah. and not 250. Like the yeah, lesson. exactly, exactly. So, and but I mean, if he shit the bed, then he usually a top pick on the quarterback next year. Probably fucking Shadur Sanders or Caleb it'll Williams. Be, uh, or, it'll be interesting, interesting year for them. Nah, Caleb Williams Another, going to the Dolphins. Remember? Uh, yeah, right. I don't know how the hell they're gonna get that fucking pick. <laughs> Why would you come out and say that shit, though? Like, I don't understand any just, of that. I don't care where the fuck I play. I want to play in the NFL. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, but he got leverage, though, because he's going to yeah, be the top yeah, pick. Exactly. It ain't like he a fucking third-rounder. <laughs> yeah, I think I would want to play for the Dolphins. <laughs> who, was the guy, who was the guy that got drafted? Eli Manning. Yeah, okay, that was him? What? He, that said no, right? Want, got yeah. drafted by the Chargers and said, yeah. yeah, I'm not playing for you. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. He got traded to the Giants. Yep. 
It's real. It's crazy. It's real. I mean, but he had that leverage. You, and now you a selfish, you a selfish bitch for that. You really have to be. You just got to be really grateful. Be. You just got to be grateful for he's, the opportunity. He's lucky. He's really that like, was laid upon you. He's lucky he had a really good career, nigga. You know how selfish you got to be to get drafted. Like, like I think ah, it was like the, I'm good. Like the fourth pick. I ain't playing for you. <laughs> what, nigga? Bro, you crazy as hell. Bro, you crazy. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> nigga, if I got drafted to a team right now with Adrian Peterson, Marshall Falk, and fucking and you had Jim to sit, Brown. Yeah, you had to sit behind all of them. No matter. <laughs> I'm signing you. papers. Thank you, God, for this opportunity. I'm going to work my best to get on special teams. <laughs> nigga. Yeah, I'm not playing for you. Trade me. What? Uh, you a selfish bitch. I mean, he, he worked out for him. He probably going to the Hall of Fame. That's what I'm saying. He's lucky though. He's God lucky that it. worked out for him, or else he would be getting shit on to this day. Yeah, well, no, his reputation would have been definitely yeah. been tarnished had things not worked out the way that it did. Now, shit. and I like Eli Manning. Another, like Eli. yeah, another deal that got done that they didn't have to spend even half the package of that first round pick. Jalen Ramsey to the Dolphins. A Talk about like chump change, and like the Dolphins got him for cheap. As we're saying. 2023 third rounder, this year's third round pick, and then current tight end Hunter Long. Never even heard of him. Never. But you might as well trade Moby Dick. What it was, it was because he he wanted. They say he wanted a new deal. Okay. And instead of giving him a new deal, they just they tried to get whatever they could from him. First. They fully yeah. guarantee. No, the Dolphins instead of giving him a new deal, they fully guaranteed the rest of his deal. Oh, interesting. so either he's going to come back that. or he's gone. After this, he year. still got two years left okay, on his deal. Two. I did not know that. God, so I they, want the Lions to get him so bad. They fully dude. guaranteed the last two years of his deal. Because at that point, you don't, you don't, I don't give a fuck how raw you is. A 30 year old corner, you're not getting no crazy no, money. No, no, no. No, I mean, at the position, right? When you have to match up against but some the of the best thing about Jalen right Ramsey, that's he what, fucking. That's what's going on with Jalen right Ramsey going to become a safety. That's what they're saying. In the back end of his career. Yeah. Because they didn't know that he was going to play safety or corner coming out of college. So at that play, point, he could play damn near anything. That's what I'm saying. He's going to play safety. So yeah. at that point, he going to, he going to, he. Man, when the time comes for that, it is. And then when you look at their secondary now, the offense obviously has their, you know, big all-star names, right? And they've had their moments, depending on what if Tua was conscious or not throughout the season. But, but like, if you're the Rams, look at their defense, though. Look at their defense, though. They He joins all-pro uh, corner Xavier Howard in Miami secondary, and you look at some of the other pieces on their defense Javon inside. Hard, Jalen and Phillips, that Phillips kid from Miami. I'm trying to think. Off the, the edge. Jalen uh, Phillips. Legit, Wilkins. Dude. Wilkins oh, still on inside. Christian Wilkins. Christian Wilkins. Yeah, dude. <laughs> like, that's scary. They, like, they really scary, started dude. to put together, like, that seems to be a place where people are going that, not, not that they didn't make a, you know, a decent run this past year, but they didn't make the playoffs. You know what this, I mean? This two, Which this is two crazy. Year, this is this is make or break it for two. And it, it has up, to be. This is, this is, he's playing on a contract. He's playing on a, a, a contract year, year They, just picked, they up picked it up, they yeah. I personally didn't think we'd see him on the football field again, but. That's I knew that, I knew he would, but if one more, he's done. There's no way. There's like he can't. That's like to if, the point where like it's embarrassing for the National Football League. If, if he has Tua don't like perform or if he get hurt again next year, uh, they signed Mike the, White. The Dolphins are going to. They signed Mike White. Yeah, they did. They did. When two years, Today. sixteen million. Yeah, good for Mike. That's man. a that's we a great he, move by thought Miami. He, we thought he was dead after the Rodgers trade. That, he's alive and he came back. Man. No, he came back from the dead. Big Big Cat just tweeted and said. <laughs> What? Rip Mike White. Yeah, <laughs> he's back, dude. For what reason? I don't know. <laughs> On the third day, he rose again. He back. Like, bro. But that's that's a safe, smart pick by the Dolphins. Yeah. Considering his injury history and considering the dog shit quarterback play they had behind him, mm-hmm. that's a safe pick. That's a good point too. Because Skylar like- Thompson, if he was okay, <laughs> they don't want a playoff game. Yeah, yeah. If he was half. <laughs> If he was half decent and could like you know complete he, a pass, you know he looked like they'd have beat the Bills <laughs> in fucking Buffalo in the in the NFL playoffs. You know what he reminded me of? Remember we played Saginaw and the wide receiver converted to quarterback? And them niggas was just running the ball the whole game. That shoot, that nigga couldn't throw. Shit. That's what I'm saying. He reminded me of him, dude. That nigga couldn't throw a ball. The kid's a great athlete, but like, yeah, but you can't just hop yeah, in and play quarterback. Exactly. He so he tough. reminded like he looked like a wide receiver playing quarterback. He was out there. He was. That shit was. No, that, I'm talking about I'm talking Thompson. Oh, you're talking about Scott. Yeah, okay. You're that right. Shit was, you're right, bro. I'm watching the game. I'm like, what the? Heck? I'm in the airport. You know what I'm saying? I'm like. I'm watching the game. I'm like, yeah, they beating the, they beating the shit out of them. Yeah, like this game might be over. Bro, I fly from Georgia to Detroit. The Dolphins are winning. <laughs> I'm like, hell no. <laughs> and then at the end of the game, I don't think that nigga completed a pass in the last quarter there and a half. Go. That shit was terrible. Uh, we can move on though. Uh, we talked Chicago. We talked some other things. Um, Stay in the DB market though. Like 
Detroit, they've been, you know, at least rumored at like being interested in the Ramsey conversation or the Slay conversation, bringing him back. Um, you know, when you, he had been so outspoken about how I, he seemed to like Detroit, but it oh, was he loves the, Detroit. It was the coaching situation. And then how Patricia. dumb are the Eagles, dude? Yeah. They hire Fat Matt as their linebackers coach. Yeah, that guy should be on a serving me my McChickens when I go to McDonald's. That's what he should be doing. He fucking blows. He looks like he's on the other end of that drive-through, more often than not. But well, um, there goes our Matt Patricia <laughs> feature. <laughs> but we lost one follower. It was, it was interesting to see that because the Lions were rumored to kind of be a part of those talks. Then they go and make this deal out of sneaky, like, seemingly out of nowhere sneaky. with Sutton. And the more you read into that, now again they paid him. What was it? Two years, 33 Three million? Years, Three years, 33, 33 million. million. Yep, Which I don't hate. It's only like 22 and a half guaranteed. It's not bad. After the year that he's coming off of for Pittsburgh, like that is... The city of Pittsburgh loved him too. They were like begging the front office to... I mean, he's going to play a ton of snaps for oh, the yeah. Lions and like knock on wood, but he's a guy that has been extremely healthy and has been available. Like the he best does of, not miss games. The best ability is availability. Exactly. And that's something that our secondary, I think in particular, has been lacking. I don't think it's... I think it's safe to say like there's some playmakers back there in Detroit secondary. Sure. But Jeff Okuda is nice. His ass just can't stay on the field. That's, that's what right, I'm saying. Bro. A, he can't get in the rhythm, dog. Inconsistent. He can't get in the rhythm. Inconsistent because you're, you know, often here and then like just their availability. Like there's two things. Inconsistency when you're young and availability. Just being like, out there Like I even week. think Jerry Jacobs could be like a good corner in Agreed. the NFL. Like, but again, he really has gone could. through some big time injuries yes. and has not had seen yes. a consistent play, but he's shown those flashes. We've had other guys. Um, you know what I mean? Like in that in that secondary that have done the same thing. Like Amani like, needs to f- get a plane ticket to Shanghai. To say, oh, like, he right. needs to get out of here. But yeah, like, he was nice a couple years Kirby ago. Kirby Joseph and makes some big plays. Like you have to see He's what kind safety, of leap he but, makes. Yeah. I'm, I'm just saying defensive backfield. And then we get Tracy Walker back next yep. year. Yep. We still have Deshaun Elliott. Whatever he's doing, I don't know what he's doing. But I don't, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. So I don't know. Just signed Bugs back and Anzalone and Anzalone. So uh, we're not signing with Jamal Williams back because we just signed Craig Reynolds. Yeah, he's gonna get. Highly overpaid and just not be good. I'm telling you, Jamal Williams. Jamal Williams. Because like, Jamal dude, Williams wasn't that good to me, anyways. Because you get the ball at the one yard line every time. Yeah, I mean, Austin like, Eckler type. Not not different different style. Yeah, but, but same yeah, you feel me? You, yes. like, bro. Like when you Stats think about yes. when he was getting yeah. hyped up, hyped up, hyped, yeah. I'm like, all right, he don't scored, get me wrong. He, he a cool character. Yeah, he yeah. And it was you know what I'm saying, but like, well, it's great for the NFL for you narrative. to be. You know what yeah. I mean? It's and great that, for their narrative. It's business at the end of it's, the day. And that's what it is. And, and he bring in a younger audience because yeah, he talked exactly. about Naruto and Pokemon and true, stuff like true, that. True. So I'm not mad at him. And yeah. I like him as a person. I think he's a really yeah. good person. It seems and like I think he's a him. decent football player. Yeah. But like, he wasn't better than DeAndre I Swift. I love Jamal no. Williams. You know what I mean? You know what like, I love him. I love Jamal Williams. He so gonna, he, like he said, he's going to get a lot of money. And he's not going unless you keep giving the ball in the one-yard line, he's not going to be able to reproduce what he just gave He's not a three-down back. Agreed. I mean, from a media standpoint, like he's the guy that you want to be the face of that team that was so up and coming. You already have guys right. like Dan Campbell. Right. It's been a face of that, but he fit in. Like so you well. said, like when you got a quarterback like Jared Goff, who's not going to tell you nothing. Mm-hmm. You get a running back like Jamal Williams, who's right. going to give you everything you're looking for. Mm-hmm. Exactly. He's so. you know he's breaking. He broke Barry's record. He did all these, and then he's like, and then where would he even such a go? Clown in the media. That, that's a great question. I guess Back like to Green maybe Bay? Buffalo. No, you wouldn't go to Green Bay. They got AJ Dillon and Aaron Jones. They, yeah, there's yeah, no. They was gonna cut Aaron Jones. Yeah, what the hell? That would have, bro. That would have been the dumbest shit ever. Like, right. I didn't realize you brought Reynolds back. Yeah, I think it was like a shithole contract. But well, yeah, I mean he's he's a decent he's a decent back though. Like he's a serviceable good special back. teams player too. He is, and then like you know, worst case, you know, you you still have. Um, he runs the ball freaking hard, he does. dude. And you still have Swift. Like Swift again is someone who like you. You know, I'm not still 100 percent sold on. But he got like, all the time. Like he just got to put it together. Exactly. Oh, he just exactly. He, looked, he just sometimes he just he prances around yeah, out there. His dude. decision like, making is questionable. Sometimes, I, and again, but. I like Swift a lot. Like he has so much. His ceiling is so high, dude. He has not reached his full potential. Mm. You've seen the runs he has, man. You've seen the catches, the get up off the floor hurdle. You know what I mean? Like he has athleticism. The talent is through the roof. Yeah. But like the they fact went nine that, and five in the games that he started. Yeah. So there it's like. Yeah, I'd like to see how many carries he had each of those, though. That's the question. His load management has been interesting, to say in the least. And I hope, I just, I really hope he's healthy because we need to help DeAndre Swift. We do. Uh, Garoppolo to the Raiders. What was it? A three year deal worth three years, 64 million. 64 million, which. Grand scheme of things, the quarterback market, that's a quarterback, not crazy. That is, that's a good deal. That's a good that's like, a team friendly deal. That's a guy who's going to come yes. in there and be your starting quarterback, obviously, and like you're not paying him an arm and like to do it. So he goes from. I think it was 44 guaranteed, correct? Yeah. San now, Francisco to Las Vegas, yeah, it's pretty crazy. It is. I don't. I How about don't, that? I mean, going. I mean, it's a, it's. I'm gonna talk about it when we get to the other quarterback, but it's a good deal for Jimmy Garoppolo. I think so. 
I think so. I think and it's I think a solid deal fit. both ends. I think so too. And I think the Derek, very... the Derek Carr deal, you could say they're almost the same thing. I think Derek Carr is an asshole. Really? <laughs> yeah. Because he blocks <laughs> a, he, he blocks a trade to the Saints just to sign with them in free agency. So the Raiders won't get no compensation back. Is that what he did? Well, they did kind of hoe him. They was trying. They was trying to trade. You know him. what? He was. He's being petty because of the whole kind of came and out of the building situation. The, he blocked it. Yeah, I'm not playing for. Because he probably that's he, why so he had a no trade clause. That's why time. I hate those no trade, trade clauses, dude. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not playing for them. So all right, we got to cut you just to sign with the Saints. He the biggest dickhead ever. I mean, I like it. Good for him. I'm but that it. shit was funny. And I didn't realize it until like Wait, a couple days ago. But I like him. It's he was dickhead. signing. I, like, I'm I like, love his ass. I'm like, bro, this nigga blocked a trade from him. And now he signed it with him? I didn't know that. I didn't yeah. know that either. So, yeah, since he had the no trade clause, he was just looking for a he way to met with, he, he met with the Saints. The he was Saints trying to get could, back. Dude, I was high in the Saints this year, which is dumb of me. But, like, they really James could got be hurt. very good. Jameis got hurt, bro. Yeah. They really could be very good. That's all it was. Jameis got You say that a lot about, about a lot of people, but uh, let's finish off free agency here before we talk a little about XFL. Lamar, franchise tag, and uh, the Ravens cut Glass Campbell. A couple moves from there. They from gave him camp. a non-exclusive tag. That's so, right. That's right. So he could get offered oh, from... And they can, and then offer, they have to they can match, match it, match it or right, they get two right. first-round picks. I did see that. No team is going to offer Lamar Jackson. Apparently not, dude. Apparently and not. Now, to me, it's not. it's not that... I personally feel like no team is matching is going to offer them because they just think that Baltimore are going to match it. So why even you feel? Why me? even try? Why try it? But bro, because the Raiders just signed Jimmy you to, Garoppolo. You have to think about the optics too of something like that. Like say, uh, give me a theoretical team that would you know people are saying we're potentially going to go after Lamar. The Falcons. That was the that was like the like the betting favorite. Yeah, but then like when you do that, the Lions. Were, you have to think about thirty to, or one to. What was it? Thirty to one plus three hundred. But think about the optics of a move like that, right? If you were to go do that, what does it say about your current situation and how confident you feel about your current situation in your in your building, right? Well, the Falcons don't have a quarterback, so <laughs> that's different. That's different. That's different. Uh, Desmond Ritter is calling. Actually, he'd like to have jet. a word. He'll leave pretty quick. Yeah, did you watch him play a football game this yeah, year? He's not the answer. Surprised they fit a helmet over his cranium. <laughs> he got a he got a paid man in size nugget. He got a paid man in joint. <laughs> Yeah, no, Falcons are different. But, like, those other teams that they had mentioned who have, like, semi-established quarterbacks. Like, the fucking, like, the Dolphins, yeah. the fucking... Uh, like, those the just, Raiders that's before just, Jimmy G. Exactly. That's just the Saints before Derek Carr. Like. But, like, to me, like, it don't make sense because, like, these are all the same teams that was bending over backwards for Deshaun Watson. And that's you knew the what Deshaun part. Watson yeah. had going on. That's the hard part. And y'all bending over backwards to try to trade for him. I don't understand all this, dude. It's just so And weird. now Lamar, to me... And the end, this is fucking the Ravens because they're he's not gonna play on a franchise. No, team. you don't think so? Fuck no. <laughs> he didn't even play in a playoff yeah, game. Yeah, he let he let freaking Tyler Huntley go out there yeah. and he didn't even play let in the a boys to game. He's not going to play on a franchise tag. And it's not like a running back where like, oh damn, you're gonna lose your juice. Mm. He gonna th- he's back there to throw the ball. The running is just a fucking super plus. The, I think, the Ravens are either going to have to pay him whatever he asks for, or he's going to leave. Yes, and he's going to walk scot free because we there's might, no. We there's might no, not see Lamar Jackson on the football field this next, next next year. Like there's no like you feel me? Just keep franchise tagging a player. You get one of those. Mm. Once you tag him, it's over with. Now you got to sign him to a deal, or he's going to walk scot free. I think there has to be something else going on. They say collusion too. Of, yeah, they say collusion because they don't want to. They say the Browns fucked it up for the NFL by giving Deshaun Watson. $250 million, yep. fully guaranteed. They did. That's the kind of deal that Lamar Jackson looking for because he's better than Deshaun Watson. So why should he so pay So theoretically, he should be getting more money than Deshaun Watson. And that, that, I still remember that deal. Like, talking about that deal is ridiculous. Oh, my God. And it, it doesn't make and any sense. And the whole $1 million still, guaranteed the first year was just, like, so sketchy, dude. Yes, like, dude. His cap and hit for the, next three, for the next three years consecutively is $64 million. Are you shitting me? I am not shitting you. How much cash space do the Browns even have? How many still cap they have? They restructured the. De- I don't know how the fucking cash space works. I don't know how cap room works in the NFL. It's like they fake restructured number. the it's deal. Like a fake number, dude. They restructured the deal to give themselves thirty six million dollars in free money this year to use in free agency. His cap for the next three years is sixty four million. I don't know how they do it, man. Me neither. I don't. But I, that shit with Lamar Jackson is fucked up. Like the Raiders, we like, might why would you not him, even? Dude. Why would you not give him an offer or call? Like you give him a fucking reach like out. They was all like, as soon as it said Lamar Jackson signed a non-exclusive tender, 
it just reports out the ass. The fucking Falcons social media team liked the tweet. I did see that. The I Falcons that. will not be pursuing Lamar Jackson. What the what the fuck? Something's going on, dude. Yeah, they say collusion. To me, I feel like something has to be going on extra behind the scenes. Like there's got to be something. I don't know what the hell it is. I don't think it's collusion, but I the... think the owners are in agreement. Like we're not giving out a deal That's like exactly that ever what they're again. Doing. There was a because so, I, there mean, was I guess a, it is collusion. Yeah, it might. So. I, yeah, that, that they is don't collusion. want. This is the thing. This is my theory. But, all right, this is my theory. The NFL owners had a meeting right before Lamar got franchise tagged, and right before the Daniel Jones got his big ass contract. And one more quarterback got his big ass contract. I forgot who it was, but I guarantee they're in there. Oh, Geno Smith! It was Geno Smith who got it too. But he didn't get a big dumb stupid. Nothing ass crazy. Deal. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Geno Smith. He got paid over hundred eighty mil. Come yeah, on, one hundred eighty million. Fucking four it. years. Was it four years? One hundred and seventy-five million for four years. Geno fucking Smith. It, that's that is crazy money for him. And they, I guarantee. I don't. Okay, I don't guarantee. It's you guarantee. Theory. It's my theory. Yeah. They're they're saying we're not doing these fully guaranteed shit anymore. Yeah, you know what I mean. He and got three prob- years, one hundred and five million. Yeah, I don't know oh, where okay, you got one eighty. I'm like one hundred eighty. Fuck crazy. no, nigga, that's like Kyler Murray money. <laughs> but they're they they're this is my theory. They're colliding to say we're not doing this fucking they're fully colliding? guaranteed shit anymore. Colliding. You know what I mean? Like they're not we're not doing this shit anymore. It's it's ruining. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's ruining the NFL. It's ruining I mean, the salary cap. That Browns deal just threw a wrench in everything. And the Giants and Pete Carroll were like. You know what? Screw you guys. We're doing our own thing. We're giving these guys money, and then the rest of them are all cooch. No, it was more like this. We like Gino, man. <laughs> we like Gino. We're gonna pay him. I mean, he did great things for us. He wrote him off. He didn't write back. Uh, we're, gonna write <laughs> we're gonna write him a check for 105 million. We're gonna write back in the form of 105 big but ones. Yeah. I, I feel like I feel like it's part of me want to be like it's because they know the Ravens gonna match whatever. Yep, but a part of me is like them niggas is colluding because this is an MVP in a primary career, and you're not even gonna offer him a. But I mean, at the a same unanimous time, MVP. they know they know that shit, nigga. He gonna be a free agent next year. Yep, and it's gonna be free game. So that I feel like maybe they like we. That's can what wait I'm saying, dude. I don't know so, that we see Lamar Jackson on a football field next year. I mean, I wouldn't. Doubt and it. that would be terrible for the game of football. It would be bad. The one thing that we've already seen is that the XFL had a big turnout this weekend. That's yes. what we've seen. Yeah, Maybe with Lamar Justin Jackson Herbert goes to the on. XFL. <laughs> May, hey, wow. Holy shit. Wow. You they know give what? him like 400 mil? <laughs> Let's get him in a Battlehawks uniform. Check out this stadium, boys. The Battlehawks in St. Louis, they broke the league attendance record with 38,310 fans at the Dome at America's Center in downtown St. Louis. It would be people on the top of the Dome. They would be hanging from the rafters to watch Lamar Jackson play. <laughs> You see that American flag right there? Bro, you, if, if the Battlehawks was like Lamar Jackson, be, hey, we got be, six years, they would be hundred million. They'd be monkey barring by the by the <laughs> USA flag trying to if watch. If Lamar him. Jackson signed with the XFL, the NFL would be fucked because so <laughs> many, it, it would be because now you got to like that would automatically level the playing field, dude. I mean that scene though. Look at that scene. That is incredible. Actually, who wouldn't want to play there? Lamar, come on, dude. Show, that's that look like fucking MetLife. That'd be their pitch. <laughs> Dude, Dwayne The Rock Johnson comes in. He's got a printed out picture of this. He's got a mock up of a the Lamar in this the Battle Hawks uniform. And For he got, uniforms, by the way. And he, and he got the whole Black Adam. Uh, <laughs> he got the whole Black Adam revenue in a suitcase, <laughs> and he just puts it all on the table. You want to be a Battle Hawk? What do you Please. say? Yeah, sign LJ eight. No more being number fifty three on the era. roster. And, and and now a new era. And, has started and he would in the also XFL. have with the deal, he would have a little bit of his Terramana. He'd throw that down, and then a couple Zoas, his energy drinks. He has to have the branding deal and everything. So that would be on the table as well. He'd give Lamar a few sips, and a, snap a couple pictures, and a belt. Definitely a belt. And that little like look he does, you know that. Yeah, little, yeah. I would sign the, the fuck out of that contract. <laughs> fuck the NFL. <laughs> Bleep that out. I got dreams. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, but seriously though, like this. This is so sweet. This scene is so sweet. I got I got one more picture here to pull up that gives you a little bit of a, a different view. That's how it's supposed to be. People probably um, be too much. Man, I ain't going to that game. Look nigga, football, at that, Professional dude. football is professional. Like, nigga, I like the Super Bowl. That is crazy, Had man. I told you that was the Super Bowl, you'd be like, damn, that bitch cracking. <laughs> you only wouldn't know because, like, that's where the stands end. Oh, it don't go, like, six rows. Like, I didn't know cracking. that the NFL changed to an X. <laughs> they call it the Super Bowl, Super X Bowl. <laughs> 
Dude, but I mean, this just had me pumped up. I only watched a little bit of the game between them and the Renegades. Battlehawks ended up winning. They improved, I think, I believe three and one on the year, and they're having a pretty solid year behind. Um, why am I blanking? Uh, McCarron. No, uh, Agent McCarron. Right. So he's been the one that's been balling. Oh, out the man. only thing that they got to do now is like, what have to do? XFL? You mean? Yeah, the XFL. The XFL is going to be better than the USFL. I mean, there's no chance. Like, there's no chance the USFL breaks this. But you never know. The XFL has to start yeah, like Jim getting there, well. players out of college now. Yeah. And not get so many, like, because the only thing that I don't, it's a lot of washed up niggas who can't play no more. They can't play in the NFL. No, be- can't play there, nigga. And they look bad. <laughs> like, them niggas look bad out there. I was trying to save. I was trying to, like, you know, <laughs> you just double down. No, nigga, they can't but play there. That's why I like the USFL's <laughs> idea of this college Bring draft. Because co- it's going to look fresh. Like, you get a mix of, like, youth and experience. It's just a bunch of old niggas out there. But what's tough about that is, like, we talked about earlier, like, you have to, it, it puts a lot of stress on these guys because. Excuse me, you have to put a lot of emphasis on the fact that these are the guys that we think are good enough to play here but aren't good enough to get in the NFL. And there's that gray area. And I think that's so hard to determine. There's so many talent evaluators out there and whatever. And there's so many guys, um, such a volume of guys. And I feel like it would be so hard and so taxing to just employ that many people to try and find talent like that. Whereas this talent pool is so much easier to find. Can you kind of understand where I'm kind of getting at with that, though? So my thing with that is, like what AJ McCarron said, I could play here or I could be a backup somewhere else. Yeah. Nigga, you start offering people contracts and you start offering them money, bro. Yeah. And gonna nigga, you're gonna come here and you're gonna play and you're gonna I'm be you gonna be the man. A lot now a they lot take of people pay cuts. A lot of people take pay cuts. A lot that. of people be like, you know what I'm saying? Man, I'm here to support my family. The NFL paying the bills and running down as a gunner is paying the bills. True. But it's a lot of people who doing this shit for the love of the game and just want to play ball. Yeah, go take a pay cut to go play there. And he's and doing, then, but he's doing both, nigga. If if if, <laughs> if every other stadium that, start looking like that, nigga, dude, they're gonna get they're gonna their bro, contracts, Mike. We gonna start seeing uh, AJ McCarron resigns with the BattleHawks for two years, fifteen million. Yeah, that would be something. Damn, that'd be a, that step in, would that'd be be a sick, great dude. step because they bring it in, bro. That's crazy money, bro. That's yeah. crazy money, and it's a fun league. It's a it's a. I'm telling you, bro. And if they you, start getting, if they start pulling them college players, bro. It's gonna get ugly. Then you me. bring in players like a Josh Gordon or something that you know you're gonna drive up with some jersey the USFL sales and stuff. Nigga need to fucking give up and join the XFL. Just <laughs> the USXFL. USFXFL. Yeah. Nigga XFL. <laughs> just God damn it. Just XFL. No, that other shit. And let them keep their teams and all of that, bro. That, bro, that should be crazy. That shit would be crazy. <laughs> But the yeah, thing, the whole thing said, with the whole that bitch cracking. The whole <laughs> thing is cracking. The whole thing with the USFL is just getting more opportunities. You know what I mean? Like they ain't getting opportunity. No, I'm saying like if you just if you combine it into one league, then there's just less spots. Yeah, but the market. I mean, spring football. No, you it, could, it's you the could, same teams. You could <laughs> argue that like the spring football market with two leagues is going to be oversaturated. Yeah. You feel me? Like it's going only one, one of them's going to take over exactly for, because nigga, you're going right, to be you're going to be watching the game and not knowing what fucking league it is. Some people probably will. A lot of people, really. A lot of people are not familiar with is this. Is this the XFL or do you? I don't know. I don't know which one it is. You only know that because it's an XFL in the middle yeah. of the fucking turf. Yeah. But like, I thought bro, it was a Super Bowl. You combine. I you thought see, it was a Super Bowl. You so that I, bitch cracking. You tell. couldn't. You couldn't tell no difference. If you combine the leagues, bro, and you just add what is it? Ain't it eight AJ teams McCarron in each is in the Super Bowl? <laughs> it's eight teams in each league. I take Bro, my medicine? Have the fucking USFL as a they own conference. The XFL is their own conference. Oh Yeah, that'd be dope. Come on, bro. They come together at the end of the fucking year. That's gonna bring eight teams s- in each league. Come on, 16 bro. team league. Four Dude, teams. Mix on. it up for the playoffs, get a little cross division for the come playoffs. On, sponsor D1 rejects. What? D1 come rejects on, be the title sponsor for the playoffs in the championship game. And color commentary. You got us up there fucking off. <laughs> Pause. <laughs> Run that by me again? <laughs> Fucking off, bro. <laughs> Fucking around. Playing around. We'd be like McAfee and the boys. That nigga just mosses ass. <laughs> Come on, bro. You telling me NBC don't want to hear that? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We'd be like, like Nickelodeon without the animation. Over under on if we would last a quarter or not. Bro, we, oh, we, we get the mics pulled. Within a quarter. Nigga, I'm talking about... I'd have a producer in my ear. First... You need to get these two to be quiet. Nigga, first... <laughs> he sucks. First no, commercial he break, I'm going to be back on the sidelines watching the game. Because I didn't say a nigga. Stress. He just sucked the shit out that nigga. <laughs> whopper, 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 whopper. <laughs> Sorry for the uh, technical difficulties. <laughs> Niggas with the commercial break, me and play. He just moves that nigga. Whopper, 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 whopper. At PK, 
Well, we uh, sent Tyshawn down to the sideline to get some inside scoop. He's now carrying the ball to the Battle Hawks. <laughs> He's actually got signed mid-game. Like the like the picture. Oh, somebody get a camera down there. Look at Tyshawn is going into the blue tent with a pen and paper. <laughs> they ruled me off. I ain't right back. I ain't right back, He's though. Holding Go it up. Battle He's Hawks. holding it up to the camera. It's like... <laughs> Tyshawn King just got rock bottom. Because you want to have a microphone, so you can just I told y'all. I told y'all. And that shit crazy. That's funny. I'm rooting for the XFL. Me too. Fuck the USF. Nah. Just shit on the USFL. Fuck the USFL. After we just talked to Jim, too. No, man. Well, no, they got to combine the leagues, though. Because. That would be. Dude, that'd be sick. Bro, it would be over with, bro. It would be. Nigga, spring football would really be cracking. Yeah. It'd be cracking for sure, oh. for sure. Like, it wouldn't be no, it would be no denying it. Regardless, we was watching USFL when XFL was fucked up. We was like, damn, USFL, XFL played like three games. I was like, yeah, we can't do this shit no more. <laughs> they packed that shit up. <laughs> that was COVID. That we was COVID. watching USFL. We like, all right, this bitch cracking. This shit decent. <laughs> All right, we ain't playing this year. What? All right. That was co- XFL was COVID. That now was we got deal. both these niggas at the same time, bro. It's going to be like, damn, who the fuck am I watching, bro? <laughs> Y'all playing, bro. We used to be family friendly, bro. We used to be Says PG-13. you, bro. Says you fucking yeah, off. Y'all are crazy, bro. Anyway, the booth. <laughs> the Rock, hit me up if you need color commentary and a running back. At the same time <laughs> You got the mic on I'm gonna hit the B gap right here I'm gonna stiff arm this motherfucker So we got 41 load right here Oh made him look uh. stupid Dumbass And I'm gonna go all the way Should I gritty? I'm gonna gritty That's all for this episode of Man, it funny back in here Episode 89 Thank you for sticking with us It's been a fun one And uh, we'll be back Hopefully this Friday um, But we until then We'll see you